right, folks, you are listening to the Ishai Fleischer Show here on Voice of Israel. Thank you so much for joining me. And we're getting ready for Shabbat. We need to throw off the week a little bit. Lots of tensions out there, lots of things, lots of life to live. But now it's time to get back in touch with the Spirit. And in this part of the program, we're going to have a little bit of music, the kind of music that uh, reminds you about your soul that may have been missing. And this is... uh, as music often does, and as happens often here in Israel, it's a mixture of so many things coming together. We have with us, in studio with us, Daniel Zamir. That's his real name, Daniel Zamir. Zamir in Hebrew means music maker, uh, a kind of uh, song maker. And he is a very well-known Israeli saxophonist and singer, also a school founder. He has played with some of the greatest uh, musicians around today, from Matisseau to Ariel Zilber to Evyatar Banai, a big show coming up Monday night. We're going to be talking about that show today. From the new school to founding a new school, Daniel Zamir has done a lot. He's got nine albums, and he's what we call in Hebrew here a Shem Davari, something special here, a well-known uh, musician, and not only just a, not only a, a player, but also a composer, and uh, really creating music, which is so fun. Now, on the way over here, I got a chance. I was like, I have time now. I'm walking. And you know what? I was not in a great mood, and I needed something to pick me up. And I put on a Daniel Samir, Zamir song, which I'm going to play you, and it picked me right up. And that's exactly what we're going to do, be doing for you here with Daniel Zamir in studio. Daniel, welcome. Shalom, shalom. Thank you. Congratulations. Beautiful uh, beautiful studio, beautiful station, batzlacha and everything. Mikhail Elchayel. Thank you very much. And you, you know what's uh, about the station is true is that it's a mix of many things. It's got a lot of different cultures. It's got a little bit of America and England, and it's got a lot of Judaism and Israel and Jerusalem. And when I look at you right from the get-go, I, I, I sense a person who's got, a, just like jazz, has a lot of themes happening at the same time. You yourself are like jazz. You have a lot of themes happening at the same time. You have, your kippah says Chabad. Your regular clothing says Israeli. Your English is like you've spent time in America. Your Hebrew is that, you know, you're from here. You're the son of this land. You got a lot of themes running through you. So tell me a little bit about Daniel Zamir. Okay. No, I guess uh, I guess you're right. I guess I never thought of it like that, uh, that I am like jazz, but it's true. I have a lot of different uh, styles and uh, colors. I see myself as a as a uh, re- religious Jew, I would say, orthodox religious Jew uh, that tries to find, you know, the connection with Hashem, basically. But you also have a very strong Israel side. Uh, yeah, you need to say, sure. you have, I know that you've, in your school, you have uh, r- put music to songs uh, from the Lechi, from Yair, the Yair Stern, I know you've done that. I know that you've done Hatikva in many different ways. So the, the, there's the religious component, which is very strong, but there's also right. very strong Israel and nationalism and well, our for people. For sure, I mean, living in Israel, I don't think you can be indifferent uh, to what's going on. It's not like in other countries, you don't, you know, if you don't listen to the news, you don't know what's going on. In Israel, even if you don't listen to the news, you, there could be rockets flying over your freaking head when you're in the beach. Happened to me twice this summer. <laughs> like, okay. I just came back from, uh, I was touring like Europe seriously. And I was sitting at the beach and I was thinking about, I was just at the beach a day before in Latvia. Small country between uh, Russia and Finland. How's the beach there? The beach is amazing, but it's freezing cold in the water. It's the Baltic uh, Sea. 
and you cannot stand in the water. It's like about zero centigrade. I toiled, actually. Uh, I had no, you went to the mikveh, to the ritual bath. I had, yeah, I had to, but it was really not an easy experience. But in any event, so I was sitting at the beach in Israel thinking about the difference between the beach in Latvia and the beach here. And I was thinking to myself, you know, in Latvia, the water are cold, freezing, and, and it's very, very relaxed. There's no waves. And the people are mm. like that, too. In a way. They're cold. They're very, they're like very nice or like very whatever, you know, they're okay and they're, but uh, you know, it's, it's cold. And in Israel, I was sitting there and I was like, you know, in Israel, I was like getting waves, all my body. I was sitting like right in front of the, like with my kids. I was like, wow. And the water was warm, just like the people are warm and like uh, going, uh, but then the um, lifeguard said something about there's a uh, alarm going on. So we have to, I'm like, what? Wait a second. What, what do you do now? I'm in the beach and there's an alarm, that rockets. Whatever, I went out of the water, took my kids, and then I uh, told my kid, okay, I think it's over. And he tells me, no, Abba, look. Now look at the sky. I see two rockets flying. I mean, a lot of people saw it. One towards another and... Wow. So I was thinking to myself, you know what? That's the biggest difference between the beach in Israel and the beach in Latvia. That didn't happen in Latvia for a few decades now, for many decades now. Um, so you can't stay indifferent to what's happening over here. There's a lot of uh, a lot of the 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 a lot of people are at, at stake. A lot of people are at the, this situation, living in the most threatened country in the world, in the in the heart of this lunatic region. Uh, when we are the like uh, main consensus, our mainstream, uh, and not in the good way. So it's a pretty complex situation. And, you know, every time I go out of Israel, I'm like, wow, it's like an amazing thing. It's like, well, so you could live, there's a different way. You know, you go to Canada, you go to Australia, it's different. And now I went to Australia, they told me the uh, headline news was that they found an electrician that worked without a license. <laughs> so I told her, you know, in Israel, if you worked with a license, maybe it would get into the news. But so I relate to that. I connect to that through the music and, you know, whatever, whatever I can do. It takes a lot of creativity to redo a tikva, to redo it in such a way that, that says something new about that song. And there's something a little bit somber about that song. There's a kind of a, a acquiescence to the fact that we've been in 2,000 years of kind of bitterness. We're coming out. We're restructuring this, this country. And, and sometimes I used to make fun that, you know, the reason we, we kind of don't sing it at sports games so much is because it's a, it's a song that has a lot of, it's not exactly play ball, right? It's not right. like you start right from that. But your version of uh, Hatikva does give it uh, heart and light and kind of a renewed buoyancy, a new, a new sense of upness. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, the truth is, I wouldn't think of, uh, I don't know if I would think of doing such a thing. They had a project <clears throat> in uh, this website called Ynet. They had a few artists performing their version of Hatikva right before uh, Independence Day, what's called. So he called me and he said he wanted me to do a version. And immediately I was like, wow, this is great. I mean, to get the opportunity, me as a Haredi Jew, to, um, let's see, I see myself as a Haredi. Maybe I don't look like a Haredi, but I see myself like really in that uh, sector, socially and religiously. And to relate to this anthem that's is really controversial in the Haredi uh, philosophy and community. So that's like the kind of stuff that I, uh, I guess I like to do. And uh, so I wrote new lyrics basically and new melody a little bit, and uh, but also used the original melody. And that's what came out. 
that's not very Haredi in its in its outlook, right? right? It's a it's actually quite uh, innovative and yeah, uh, you. and you know in in a sense not what we say conservative or shamrani. It's not very like you know held inside. It, it it's there's it's liberated in a sense, right? But I think that that's exactly what Torah wants me to do. Mm. I don't see that as a modern or a non-religious act or something to do. I see it as a crucial part of my shlichus in this world. Shlichus, the, the work, the emissary work. The emissary, yeah. I'm like, a Jew is not uh, for himself. I'm not here to take. I'm here to give. And whatever I take is only for me to give. And uh, so I see, you know, I got I got to this conclusion that I guess Hashem wants me to, I don't know, bring that some kind of a message or something. For me, it's not compromising on Torah. It's the essence of Torah to go there and to and to do that and to express my opinion with respect to the national anthem, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's, it's like a major part of my belief. Okay, so let's hear that national anthem, Hatikva, that gave me such nachas this morning, get, get, got my day started, right? I didn't have my coffee yet, but instead I had Hatikva with Daniel Zamir. All right.
יודע עד מתי שנחזור להיות ביחד בקרוב, שנגיע לסוף. That was Daniel Zamir rocking the Hatikva in a completely, you know, uh, rejuvenated version. Uh, Daniel, what was the extra words in the beginning and the end there? What are you talking about? I heard the, you talked about a donkey for a second and you talked about coming to the end. What are you actually talking about there? I don't know. When, I, uh, when he called me and he said... Uh, the guy from Wynet. Right. Orbanet, his name is. To uh, perform my own version of Hatikva, I, I heard, heard the, the, the words in my head. Ani ve'ochev al chamor means poor or miskan and riding a donkey. And it says it about Mashiach. And so there's a lot of, uh, you know, votes that are uh, thoughts. Torah thoughts. Right, that are connected to that. And uh, in a lot of ways, I see it like that uh, about the whole Indian with the uh, lechoira, the, uh, non-religious state of Israel, etc., or the way that it's built and all that, I see it mamash uh, like that. Ani, and we, when it says Ani... Poverty-stricken. Right. It's not... Uh, it's, it's also a very deep word in uh, Kabbalah. It means also Anava, etc., etc. Humility. It's, right, it's Mashiach. So Mashiach, the way that he comes, that he is able to connect to even people that are very different than him or philosophies that are very different than him. And basically then, Ani ve'ochev al chamor also means Chomer, The, in a lot of ways, this... Matter. Uh, right, matter. right. Uh, Stuff. Material. Right. So, you know, that's how I see it, basically. I love it. I love the uh, putting those two things together, the, the state of Israel, the messianic times, and that, that's exactly what I was talking about, jazz. It's, it's two different themes coming together, and it, it, to, to be able to synthesize that is so much towards being able to synthesize the Jewish people and the differences between us. We're speaking with Daniel Zamir. He's an Israeli saxophonist, singer, composer, and also a founder of a school of music. And he's got nine albums. He's going to be playing Monday night. We'll be right back with more Daniel Zamir right after the break. You're listening to Voice of Israel, Israel's premier English language broadcast network. And your number one source for breaking news, information, analysis, and opinion from the Middle East. Voice of Israel, bringing Israel closer. All right, folks, we're back here with uh, the Ishai Fleischer Show, and we have a fantastic musician, um, not just a musician, a composer, and uh, in some ways a social commentator. Uh, he is a lot of things a at Jew. once. A Jew. A Jew. That's, that's right, a Jew. A Jew and an Israeli also, whatever that all means uh, when it comes together. And we're here getting ready for Shabbat, and we're also getting re- ready for, we're getting ready for Shabbat and for Rosh Hashanah, New Year. And uh, Daniel, we had, a, we had a little bit of a tough year this year. As you said, you're on the beach with your kids, and guess what? There's rockets overhead. That's not so cool. So we're going to be praying for uh, more rain, more good things, and, and more Amen. pleasant things coming from the heavens and, and not uh, rockets. Daniel, this Monday night, you are going to be recording your 10th album. Right. You're going to be recording your 10th album, and that 10th album is a live performance. Live performance. Uh, here, right next to us here at Zappa. I'm actually doing two live performances. The first one is this Monday night uh, at Zappa, that's right, and I'm hosting uh, Eviatar Banai. Uh, Evie Tarbanai is a famous Israeli musician. Very famous Israeli musician. He's part of a maybe. famous music family. Right, and he's probably one of the most, you know, innovative and uh, important uh, musicians in the history of Israeli music. And the second show is right after uh, the Chagim, uh, uh, October 21st at Zappa Tel Aviv. And over there we're going to have Yonatan Razel and Barry Sakharov. 
Wow. Also very two innovative Huge acts. Yeah, huge, huge acts. And we're going to fuse that into one album. Uh, we're recording it and God willing shooting it. And, uh, you know, we'll have a nice album. So that's another thing that you've done. You've collaborated with great artists. And, uh, in fact, one of the most interesting stories about your, your, your music past is that you studied music at the prestigious new school. You were not the only uh, great musician there at the time, and you were not the only Jewish musician who actually turned to Chabad to find religion. There was another guy there. His name is Matisiao. And he also became a famous uh, act. And you guys were very close. You guys really gave each other a lot of strength. We you are have, very close. Yeah, t- tell me about that. We're very, uh, Hashem, we're very close friends, as you said. We went to school together. And then we started like to starting uh, started to become religious together. He came over one Shabbos to my house. I used to live back then in uh, Jersey City, right across the Hudson River. And... Um, and uh, so, uh, yeah, we got to be, you know, friends. And then we didn't speak to each other for a long time. And then at the graduation ceremony at the new school, I hear somebody calling me, Danny, Danny. And I'm looking back and I'm, I see Matt Miller, but with a beard. I'm like, what the heck happened to you? <laughs> like, oh, you don't know. I, I, I went to 770. I danced and this. Well, Chabad, I'm learning in Chabad now. That you have to come. Come for Shabbos. Come for Shabbos. Like putting, filling on people on the street. He's like, oh. I'm like, okay, so I came Shabbos, and I really didn't like it. I, so I, I like argued with all these uh, rabbis in the yeshiva where they like, you, I was you, very litvish back then. You gave him a hard time. Gave him a very hard time, but slowly, gradually, he got me, he, uh, liked, uh, he got me this rabbi who's today the shliach in NYU, Rabbi uh, Dov Yona Korn. Right. And I got another guy and another guy, and the, basically it ended up where I, uh, I learned with this guy that he, that Matis uh, was Meshadach with me. We learned together. He went to drink a cup of coffee, and there was Igris Kodesh. The uh, letters from the Rebbe, it's like twenty-five it, it, volume uh, compilation, right? Compilation, of the all, all, not all, but a lot of his letters to people, right. answers to people. And they back then, I was thinking, you know, they have this thing where they ask the Rebbe a question, they put it in the uh, little note in the book, and whatever comes out is the answer. So I asked, you know, he he went to get a cup of coffee. I was like, God, all these crazy people around me—they're all Chabad. And what is there an Indian for me to become Chabad? Are you interested in me becoming Chabad or something? I pulled out uh, uh, one book, I opened it up, and it says, and of course, that if he's looking, he's seeking for the truth, he has to go through Chabad. And Chabad is something you have to go through if you want to find the truth, and you have to go to Chabad and Chabad. I was like, wow. So I figured, okay. And then I started to get, you know, to know more about Chabad and to basically to read the amazing, you know, Torah, basically. And um, so I got there. I'm very much into that. Like, I believe it in all my heart. Wonderful. Well, yeah. you're still friends with Matisseau. Yeah, and then he, you know, he got me stuck there, and he pulled out. You know, that's a, <laughs> that's another one day. He's like out of the business. I'm like, wait, wait a second. We're we're in this together. <clears throat> we yeah. all ha- we all have our journeys. And yeah, yeah, I'm joking. We're very cl- very good friends, and yeah, you know, I played with him many times since he uh, whatever, and uh, it's amazing. He's very spiritual, very Jewish, very frumin uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, just that's it, you know. People go through, as you said, different journeys, different journeys, different waves. But you still play together, so that again, that music and its different harmonies come together, even though we're different life paths. Right. Let's hear a little bit about uh, right. from Daniel Zamir playing together with Matisiao, two great musicians. <laughs> Someone will take me from here 
אפשר יותר לחיות בעולם הזה אין לי כאן בכלל מקום שמישהו יוציא אותי מכל הבוץ הזה שמישהו ייקח אותי לכאן רגע אחד שקט של דממה דקה אתה אומר אני חזק אני אומר שיש סיכוי שאין לי כוח כבר לכל הטירוף הזה אין לי מקום 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 בעולם הזה אין לי מקום Okay, Daniel Zamir is in studio with us. He's one of the, he's the, the, the music behind this song. He's one of the singers. And the other singer in English is Mati Siao, two great young Jewish virtuosos studying at the New School and both got closer to Judaism through Chabad. Still friends today. That's a really cool story, man. It is. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Pretty amazing, yep. That music of both Mati Siao and yourself, it has a cultural impact on the world. It uh, brings people closer to certainly to Judaism, but to spirituality as well. It, it touches the world. I guess so I don't really I can't put my finger on it and I don't have any idea what's the impact of the music when I play the music I mamash only concentrate on the music and how it sounds and that's it but people you know I guess people tend to for some reason to like it uh, right it's uh, you say, you say like it from what we talk about anava from humility but it also does touch the world and because you're not so sure that music touches the world you went another step and you opened up a school in right. order to touch young people and teach them music tell me about that very quickly yeah so it's a, a new school that we started uh, it's uh, four years old uh, it's called Mizmor in Givat Washington near Ashdod and it's basically the first academy for Jewish music since the destruction of the temple basically there was no Jewish music school a Jewish oriented music school uh, since the destruction of the temple we have about 160 students wow. amazing teachers we got uh, next year we have Chemi Rudner Rami, Rami Kleinstein Danny Robas uh, Rona Keinan a lot of amazing Naor Karmi a lot of amazing musicians that are teaching and amazing students, and it's an amazing experience to, to do that. Daniel Zamir, thank you so much for inspiring the next generation, giving me a better day today already. Thank you. And I hope this also means a, a better year for all of us. And let's not forget that there's a fantastic show this Monday night Zappa. at Zappa, right here in Jerusalem. There's another show date uh, in October Tel Aviv. October 21st. Right. Evan Tarbanai this Monday night. That's huge. And you can check that out on Daniel Zamir's Facebook page, Facebook, Daniel Zamir. And I want to thank you again so much for being with us. And a Shanan Tovat to you. Oh, man. Mm-hmm.